0: SECTION 73 OF FIVE MINUTE STORIES This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. FIVE MINUTE STORIES BY LAURA E. RICHARDS THE SNOWBALL It was the perfect snowball day. There had been a heavy snowstorm, and then the sky had cleared, and the weather turned soft and warm. What could be more delightful? rita was too little to go to school but she was not too little to make snowballs so mammy put on the little girl's coat and hood and leggings and overshoes and mittens and turned her out of doors in the sunshine oh how bright it was how the world sparkled and twinkled and laughed rita laughed too and at first could only jump up and down for pure joy and sing ho 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 pretty white snow a song of her own composition of which she was justly proud but presently she said to herself snowballs and from that moment she had no time for singing or jumping she made some dumplings and set them in a row on the piazza to bake in the sun then she saw three little birds in the tree and threw the dumplings at them in case they might be hungry then she made a pudding and stirred it with a large icicle which made the best possible pudding stick then she made some eggs and pelted river with them till that dog fairly yelled with excitement at last she said i know what i will do "'I'll make a great snowball like the grey sausage in my German picture-book.' So the little girl set to work, and rolled and patented and pressed, till she had a well-shaped ball to begin with. Then she laid it on the smooth snow-table cloth of the lawn, and began to roll it in good earnest, here and there, over and over and over. The snow was in perfect condition, soft and moist. Every particle clung to the ball, which grew bigger, and bigger and bigger and bigger at last rita's arms were tired and she stopped to rest and to look about her she was at the end of the lawn where the bank sloped up to the stone wall how nice it would be if she could roll the great snowball up the bank and push it to the top of the wall then papa would see it when he came home to dinner and he would be so astonished he would just say who upon earth put that great huge snowball there and rita would say i did pappy just slicely my own picket self and then papa would say why what a great big girl my rita is i must take her to town to-morrow day and buy her a moth and a doll with wink eyes and a squeaky doll and a prayer-book and an album and a big boots and gold watch and a stick of striped candy and then by this time rita was quite ready to go to work again the snowball was very big by this time quite as big as she was and the bank though not high was very steep but rita's short arms were sturdy and her courage knew no measure so at it she went pushing the great ball up inch by inch puffing panting her cheeks growing redder and redder but with no thought of giving up now by this time the snowball began to have its own ideas just at what point of bigness a snowball begins to have a mind of its own i cannot tell you so you must ask someone wiser than i but this snowball had reached the point at this time it was saying to itself what fun this child is having but i do not enjoy it at all this pushing that is the fun apparently why should i not push the child i am bigger than she it would be very pleasant to roll down the bank and push her before me i might try i think i will there down went the snowball down went little rita Rolly poly rumble tumble ruffle puff flop when papa drove into the yard two minutes later he saw a great mound of soft snow with two little black legs sticking out of it never mind said rita shortly when papa had pulled her out and she stood shaking the snow from her wet rosy face the old thing didn't hurt me a bit and it broke it old self all to pieces end of the snowball By read by krista